back to Kindness Matters. My name's Kylie and as always I'm keeping the conversation going. Well we're back in lockdown. Melbourne as of last Wednesday night at midnight we were set to lockdown. Now last week I was in the city. The, every July I go into the city and spend a few days at my favourite hotel and I do a lot of things like shopping and go to the theatre and go out for dinner. So that was my week last week. And so on Sunday, I left to go to the Windsor and stay there. And um, it was cut short. I was going for six weeks, sorry, not six weeks, six days this week, this time. And I was looking so forward to it because I needed the rest and the relaxation. But unfortunately, on Tuesday night around 330 I was watching the TV and news came through to say that we were going to go into lockdown. I went into panic mode. <laughs> I am at the I am in Melbourne. I have no car. I have two huge suitcases and our transport to get back to where I live is absolutely chaotic. I would have to have caught a bus, train, bus and then maybe a train. I'm not sure. So I was in I was in panic mode, and I must admit, when I got the news, I went down to the front desk and I said to the said to the desk gentleman, "What do we do? What am I meant to do?" And he goes, "We don't know either." So that was all right. I go back up to the room and I ring my daughter and I say to her, "You know, what are you doing tomorrow? Can you come pick me up?" And she goes, "No, unfortunately, I can't. I've got something on." I went, "All right, that's fine." And I'm thinking, "What can I do?" So I've texted my husband and said, "Look, you know, we're going in lockdown. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. What should I do?" And that was okay. So he texted me back and he said, look, I'll give you a call when I can. Then I went back down about an hour later and I spoke again to the desk people and they said, look, last time when it happened, you could stay for the period of time that you'd booked for, but it just went to room service and that was it. And I'm thinking, that's fine, but I'm in lockdown and there is really nothing to do in a hotel room when you're in lockdown. And the room service, because of being in ISO and the restrictions wasn't really that great. So I'm thinking, what am I going to do? So I go back up to the room and my husband calls me and he goes, what if I pick you up tonight after work? So this was Tuesday night, Tuesday evening. I said, sounds perfect. I think that's what we should do. So in the end, on Tuesday evening, about 10 o'clock, he finishes, he comes and picks me up for the Windsor and I go home. Now, I must admit it was a frightening time because my my flight or fright, my flight or fight kicked in and I didn't want to, I wanted to flight. I wanted to come home. I didn't want to be in lockdown in the Windsor. The Windsor is my happy place and I was quite uncomfortable with being in lockdown there. The few days that I did stay in the city, they were interesting. I got to the Windsor on Sunday afternoon and went up to my room and unpacked and decided to go for a walk. Now I normally get some really nice chocolate from Hayes Chocolate Shop and I normally go to T2 and get some English breakfast tea because they're my favourites and that's my treat when I go into the city. So I thought, well, I'll go for a walk and have it. was a nice afternoon. It was sunny, so I thought I'd go for a walk. Now, while walking down towards Burke Street, it was such an eerie feeling. There was nobody around. Now, I know it was Sunday afternoon, but normally they were, the walking down would be a hive of activity. There was nothing. And a lot of the, the shops that I was used to had closed and I wasn't sure if they were going. It was because of the ISO and they were just closed on the weekend or they'd reopen the next day. I didn't know. So I walked down to Burke Street and I had a look around and I went and did what I had to do. I went to my I went to the chocolate shop, got my chocolate, decided to go to T2, and I found T2 in an alleyway. So I went there. As I 
so I got to T2 and I walked in and at T2 I were taking temperatures. So I stood there for her to take my temperature and the machine wouldn't work. So I'm standing there for like a good five minutes while she kept resetting it and retrying. And I'm thinking, do I really need the tea that badly? Anyway, I finally worked and she said I could go in. When I got my tea, got back, decided to go back to the room after I'd got what I wanted and went back to the room. And look, I had a really nice relaxing time. I had a bath and I ordered, did I order room service? I don't think I ordered room service on Sunday night. I, I think I ended up getting a sandwich from 7-Eleven and just having the sandwich and that. But that it was it was nice. It was relaxing. I watched TV. I didn't have to worry about the dog at home. I didn't have to worry about my husband wanting me to do stuff. It was really relaxing. Then Monday morning, I got up about 9.30 because shops don't open in the city till about 10 anyway. So I got up about 9.30 and had a bath and got ready and went down to the desk and asked them to clean my room while I was out because I didn't want to stay out too long. And before I left to go into the city, I did buy disposable face masks because I was concerned, especially catching public transport. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. So I did buy face masks. So that was, and I didn't want to spend, as I said, a lot of time shopping this time around because I was anxious. I was, even before we left, before I left to go, I was thinking, should I, should I cancel? Should I not? And I'm like, no, because the hospitality industry relies on people. And I thought if I cancel, what is that sending out? That's not sending a good, it's not sending out a good vibe. And I wanted a good vibe. So that was all right. So I went out again on Monday morning about 10 o'clock. And again, walking down to Burke Street, again, it is not that busy. You could have thrown a cricket ball down Burke Street and retrieved it at the other end. It was so eerie. I have never, ever been into the city when it's been so quiet, ever. I don't, I don't remember. But I did some shopping and I got some makeup from Mecca and went to Sephora and did all that. And, I mean, I went to Coles as well because I sort of thought I'll get some stuff and take it back to the room because they were offering um, breakfast in the, in the um, restaurant. But I like to sleep in when I'm in the Windsor. I like to lie in bed and just have a cup of tea and have something to eat slowly. And their um, room service for breakfast, I wouldn't eat it all and it would be too expensive. So I thought, no, I'll just grab a few things and I'll eat them on the morning. So I did that. And then Monday night I ordered room service and then Tuesday morning I woke up and I thought there was something I wanted to do in Brunswick Street, Fitzroy. So I again decided to get up about 9.30 and get ready. And I walked all the way to Brunswick Street. Now that is a very quiet street. Again, it was it was always, when I first started shopping in Brunswick Street many years ago, it was a hive of activity. Yes, on Tuesday morning, it wasn't. It was really quiet. And again, maybe it was just too early. I don't know. So that was it. I went for a stroll there, went back to the Windsor and decided to have a relaxing afternoon. And, you know, So that's when I had my bath and I was just settled in for the day. And that's when it all just went haywire. I wasn't going to be staying. I was a little bit disappointed to leave so early in the time. But with ISO, you just you just never know. And I wanted to be safe, so coming home was a good option. So that was my holiday cut short. I'll post some pictures on my Instagram story so you can have a look. If you've ever get a chance to stay at the, the Windsor, it's a beautiful old hotel. I love it. I love the way it is presented. I love the staff. They are just amazing and it's I've never had a bad time there. So I, I recommend the Hotel Windsor, even the Cricket Bar when it's open. The Cricket Bar wasn't even open this time and I was a bit disappointed because I'd booked for high tea on the Thursday and, of course, it got cancelled. 
So while I was staying at the Windsor, I um, was having lots of baths. And the first bath I had, I had um, a whole, I used some salt baths. I love salt baths and I had a salt bath. And it was the Frank Lavender salt bath that I had. It was beautiful. But then because I was having like two, maybe two, three baths a day because I was up there to relax, I was um, using bath bombs. Now, I normally buy the Lush bath bombs, but I had bought some other bath bombs this time. But when they were going in the water, it made me think, who invented the bath bomb? It's such a, a Pacific thing. So I decided, what should I do? I will Google it. So I found out the bath bombs were invented by Mo Costina, and they were invented in 1989. And she is the co-founder of Lush. She was inspired by the fast fizzy action of Alka-Seltzer. So she achieved this with a simple combination of bicarbonated soda, which is baking soda, and citric acid. So that was that was something I didn't know, and it was very interesting. And I mean, has anybody ever had the Lush bath bombs? They are amazing. I think I like the avocado one. I've had the avocado one, and I liked that. But I mean, you never get a bad bath bomb, do you? At Lush, it's just such a nice. A nice feeling to be to run a nice warm bath and put the bath bomb in and watch it fizz up and then change color and sometimes in the lush ones you can have um, rose petals and glitter and everything so they're very fancy and it's such such a treat to have a nice bath bomb especially when you're staying at the Windsor so that's what I did there now talking about being back in lockdown in Melbourne I'm a little bit scared I'm not going to not going to be sad to admit that I feel this time around that being an ISO is is hard it's harder this time around than it was the first time I don't know if you guys think the same thing I'm struggling to find things to do every day today I um I washed my car for the first time in ever mind you it needed it it was absolutely filthy we live on a um we live on we don't live on a dirt road we live on a, a a road that's made up but at the other end of it it's just full of mud and dirt because of the trucks that go up and down so my car was absolutely filthy so it really did need to clean and I did clean it and it looks much better now and I'm off the floors doing all my house will be spotless by the time this six weeks is over uh, so if you've got any ideas of how I could fill in my time you can reach me at kindness matters 1945 at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram, Kindness Matters 1945, and drop me a line and I can answer. And as I said, give me some ideas of what to do. I'm struggling. I've got, I'm reading my book, I'm reading the Bible, but there just doesn't seem to be anything else I could do. And as I said, I'm, re I'm watching all of Arrow. I think I'm up to season four now, which is not too bad. But six weeks is a long time. So I might need to have people give me some ideas. I did go for a walk on. Sunday afternoon at the beach with my husband we had a coffee and we decided to go for a nice walk because it was a nice afternoon and it has been a good it has been a lovely week too with the sun shining hopefully everything will keep going so that's been my week this week or last week next week is probably going to look very very similar to this week doing things at home being safe washing our hands and keeping keeping hopefully keeping the coronavirus at bay because those statistics at the moment that are coming through 
don't look great. I mean, I think we hit, reached 266 the other day. That's a lot of cases. But then in saying that, there are more cases being tested, more people being tested. Uh, but what concerns me is the amount of people that have died from the coronavirus, but the amount of people that are dying from suicide because of the coronavirus, that frightens me a lot more. And I can understand because mentally it is very hard. A lot of people have lost their jobs, including myself. And it, it is hard. And like this morning, I thought, why am I getting up? I've got nothing to get up for. But I did. And I will keep moving and I'll keep going forward just like everyone else. And you're not alone. We're in it all. We're all in this together and we will get through it together as well. I, my suggestion is if you go outside, wear a face mask, keep hand sanitizer close to you and be safe. Just keep an eye out of where you are and your environment and, and just be safe. Try and think positive thoughts. Relaxing would be great. Um, I, again, relaxing. I say relaxing and you think, so you're probably thinking, how on earth? What, what do we do to relax? Because we've got so much on at the moment that's going around us. Take time for yourself. Take a bath. Take a walk. Go out in the sunshine. If it's not, if it's not raining, you can. Uh, take, read a good book. It, listen to some really good music. Do things that make you feel feel good about yourself and make you want to do things. For me, I read the book. I read my book. I will listen to music. I'll watch some TV. The main thing for me, though, is for when I'm feeling really like I don't want to do anything, is I get up and I put makeup on and I put lipstick on and I get dressed. And I don't mean I get dressed in fitwear. I get dressed. I get dressed like I'd be going to work. I'll put a skirt on. I'll put a nice top on. And I'll make my day that way. So do something for yourself and make sure you're kind to yourself and just remember you're not alone. And if you have those really bad thoughts, there's always Beyond Blue or Lifeline, I think. Reach out to them and they will help you. And just be safe. Everyone just be safe and be kind. This brings us to the end of this episode. Remember, we're in this together and we'll get through this together. If you have anything you want to talk about or you want to reach out to me, you can always reach out to me, kindnessmatters1945 at gmail.com or kindnessmatters1945 on Instagram. Be safe, be kind, wash our hands, and we will talk this time next week. Thank you.